Are you ready to rumble? Here we go. The 2022 Phase of Football Draft at Sam's house. We're here with the executive producer. We also have the producer here, Greg. Sam's commission of this league. I know you may not know them. I'm not sure you even like them. But we are here doing their fantasy football league draft tonight. I am telecasting at high voltage here with double It is a privilege. I may run out of breath by the end of the sentence, but it doesn't matter. I'm happy. I love drafts. I really do. And Sam, thank you for allowing me to do this. Tell us a little bit about the league going into tonight. Well, double A, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having us on the show. I just am hoping for a good and clean draft. And actually, we have the first pick. It's already in. Uh, Stevie has taken Jonathan Taylor. Stevie, how do you feel about going into the draft tonight? And I'm not the biggest fan of number one picks, but Jonathan Taylor, doesn't he make it worth it for you having number one pick? Because now you got to wait 23, uh, 23 selections now. Yeah, it feels like a pretty safe pick. Do you, do you like the number one pick, the fact that you have Taylor? Yeah, absolutely. Christian McCaffrey, number two. Diamond, oh my god, you're like the face of the league here. Why'd you choose McCaffrey? You had a lot of options. Give me your thought process. Usually I carry the league, and I thought, why not carry it again? <laughs> but why McCaffrey? He's a good guy. Ethical, Just a good guy. Ethical, fair, like nice. I would let my daughter date <laughs> Number three, Luke, Derek Henry. A little bit questionable, not going to lie. Dan, all right, here we go. What, what was your thought process? Eckler over, like, what other players were you considering? I feel like Eckler is a... The last elite running back remaining. Could have taken a, a wide receiver. I could have taken Cooper Cup, but I don't know if I really trust him to have a, an as enormous a year as he had last season. Justin Jefferson I like, but last time I took a, a wide receiver at four, it was Michael Thomas. And that was uh, the season after his monster year, and then he, I don't know if he got injured or what, but he didn't play. So I, I thought he was the last good elite running back, and I feel like the running back is the most important position in this sport totally agree with you totally agree with you great analysis i do you you saved me a lot of time but not having to do it sam is the commissioner he chose with the number five overall pick dalvin cook dalvin cook at number five overall so you had a chance to get jefferson you had a chance to get cub why'd you choose cook here i was really looking to get a running back out of my first round pick i agree with dan that the top four are pretty solid but dalvin cook is a nice compromise new offensive scheme expect that offense to score a ton of points dalvin cook will be a, a score of maybe 15 to 16 touchdowns this year Mm. So yeah, hopefully you could get Madison. I always love a good handcuff. Okay, with number six overall pick, Ryan chooses Cooper Cup. On speaking of his path is yet again Darman. Uh, can you go through this process? Talking about it for Ryan. Cooper Cup is a great player, and I envision myself trading for him at some point this season for Christian McCaffrey, ideally. Okay, so you're not trading draft picks, but you're telling me you're already managing something with Ryan here. Yes. Okay, so there should be draft pick trading. That is just my opinion. Okay, Danny, with the number seven overall pick, who did you choose? Joe Mixon. And why did you choose Mixon? Who else did you consider? I was just looking at the rankings. <laughs> I've heard good things about Joe Mixon. Okay. Kevin, who won the league last year, who did you choose with your selection? Mr. Harris. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris. No, no, Mr. Harris. Show some respect. He's a football player. Okay. I mean, I did just go to Pittsburgh, mostly because of him. We expect out of him and the Steelers' offense without Big Ben now. I expect 30 touches a game, 400 yards, and six touchdowns per two games. <laughs> Hopefully he does not get hurt. Very nice selection. I totally concur with that one. Greg, welcome back to the podcast. This is your podcast. Go through your selection of choosing... Two things, double A. I chose Nick Chubb because I, I trust him, and there's nobody better than, than him I could pick. Well, I, could, I totally disagree that you should have gone with Justin Jefferson. Okay. So, with your pick at number, I don't even know by this point. So, who'd you choose at 10? 
a 10 we selected uh, Justin Jefferson. Really nice pick. I don't even know why the hell he fell this far. He yeah, fell through. Either. That's how we feel. And we bought some premium draft intel. Yes. We paid high dollar amount for some great draft information. So at number 11, who did you choose? I took Alvin Kamara because he's a stud. He's a perennial stud. He knows how to command that offense. He's the premier, the premier hybrid running back of the NFL, as far as I'm concerned. You can't go wrong. Liam, how about with with the 12 and 13 picks? Liam, you choose? Yep. Chase Barkley. Talk to me about both those picks, because I don't know how Chase the hell he's still there. You guys are ridiculous. Lame and fall that far. Barkley is a little bit of a reach, but talk to me through both. They looked good, so I chose them. <laughs> You're saying that they're handsome. Yes. They're both beautiful men. Okay, that is definitely a factor in all this. Okay, here we go. You got you, Justin. You're back on the clock here. Who did you choose? Well, I'm a big fan of uh, running back first two rounds, and uh, I was looking at these running backs, and you know Fournette, he's on the best offense, arguably in the league, and he was their premier back. They just paid him three twenty one. He'll uh, he'll do well. That is great. That is great. Okay, do you hope so? Okay, now back over here. Getting a steal, potentially a breakout candidate, according to my sources. Who did you choose with your next selection? Oh, DeAndre Swift. Dude, I love this guy, man. Really do. Now, talk to me about who else did you consider? We'll drafting Philly locals from this point on. So yeah, it's mm. <laughs> Okay, so Greg, Devontae Adams still on the board. Did you select him? Yep. Why? So Devontae Adams, I chose him because Devontae Adams. He was my second pick. So, for Devontae Adams, I chose him because I felt like I could have gone another running back, and I definitely should have because that's where I – past years I've lacked. I think last year I got lucky with Jonathan Taylor. This year, though, I really need to spread this out. So, I think next pick I'm going to be going wild card. No one's going to know. Wow, someone already picked Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was saying, but I think, I think I'm going to kind of wild card this draft. So, I think next pick might be a tight end, honestly. So, unfortunately, you did not get Adams – how did you cope with that? Who was your next pick? Oh, after Adams, I got Mr. Stephon Diggs, who I think will be even more productive than Mr. Adams. Why would you say that? Because he has Josh Allen as QB. There's no other good wide receiver on the Buffalo Bills, and they don't have a prominent run game. Very true, very true. I appreciate that. That's good commentary. Danny, Debo Samuel falling to you. Where are you taking? I've taken Debo Samuel. <laughs> Did you consider anyone else, or was this like, this is just so obvious, I don't know how he fell this far? He's a great player. I heard great things about him. Uh, <laughs> I saw him right ranked high. I took him. Okay, here we go. The Crow, Mr. A.K.A. Ryan Sutcliffe here. Who would you go with your next selection? Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys, my favorite team. That's your favorite team? Ryan's favorite team, yes. Ryan's favorite team. Okay, so I did not know Ryan was a Cowboys fan. That's very not good. I mean, I, I like the guy, but I didn't select him since his rookie season. And that's mostly because that's when he was younger. That's when he didn't get paid. Sam, here we go. The commish. Back on the clock here. Wondering if he's going to surprise the crowd with possibly a reach. Who did you choose? I took Travis Kelsey. What made you go with Kelsey? Well, I had the 20th pick, and he uh, fell much further than I expected. I uh, had no anticipation of taking him, but he was there, so I grabbed him. I got to admit, I do love me some Kelsey. I really do. Dan, how do you react to this magnificent of a reach. Who you go with? Do you possibly go with Mark Andrews? No. I went with C.D. Lamb after Kelsey was taken. By any chance, are you a Cowboys fan? I hate the Cowboys. 
Go Eagles. But when CeeDee Lamb falls to, what is it, the 21st pick, I couldn't pass him up. I was doing some mock drafts where people were taking CeeDee Lamb in the first round or close to the beginning of the second round. So it was too juicy for me to, to miss on. Sure. I mean, you could have gone. I, 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 Mark Andrews, I do like this tight end. Why was Sears? There are, you know, a lot. But hey, man, he's a hell of a talent. Hopefully, he does well. Hopefully, the drops is not going to be a problem for him. I mean, I do really like some of those Cowboys, not all of them. Luke, who is not here, chose Aaron Jones. Very much, I think, a reach, especially as a former Packers fan. Darman, at the end of the second round, who did you choose at the end of the second round? I took Mark Andrews um, from the Ravens. Managers, as some might call them. Really good selection here. What were your What was your thought process? Did it scare you that like, oh, take a tie in this high is not like what most people would do? I actually don't like managers on my team, to be honest with you. So why'd you pick them? There was no one else there. There was no one else there. Okay, that is a fine. There, no there were no studs. Studs is a big word when it comes to you. That is good. That is good. Okay, Stevie, try round out the second and start the third round. Who would you choose with your two selections? I got Javante Williams. And James Conner. James Conner. So why'd you go? So you pick Taylor, obviously, obvious pick. But then two more running backs. So why did you do three running backs? No, right. I think running back is the most important position. It is very important, but what about handcuffs? So you think about handcuffs? Absolutely. They're going to be the only other running backs I get. That's true. Very good. Okay, so that is a fair answer. Darman, starting out the third round here alongside Siri. Who would you choose with your next pick? Joshua Allen, quarterback. Because he's a great player who scores a lot of points, and usually in fantasy, the thing is that a lot of points will win you a lot of games. And the more points that I have, the more likely I am to win games and then win the championship. It's making a lot of sense to me. You could have probably chosen him later. That's okay. Here we go. With the third round, third round, you got A.J. Brown taken again by Mr. Luke, who's not here. Dan, who'd you go with in the third round? I chose Mr. Michael Evans. Michael, okay. Any Anyone else you were considering and why? Yeah, I was considering the other uh, some of the other wide receivers that were available, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen. I don't really know if uh, Tyreek is going to be as good this year as he has been. He's getting older. He's got a new quarterback. And Tua stinks. Kind of disagree with the two thing. I have sources that tell me otherwise. Sam, this is my last interview before I just analyze it because this is getting really tiring. And, you know, you guys make me work hard, which I am sweating in a room in which that's air conditioned. Who would you choose in the third round here? Yeah, with my uh, third round pick, I took Tyreek Hill. You know, I think he needed a new situation to really blossom into uh, an MVP-style role. I expect his production to go up 2,200 yards and maybe 18 touchdowns. That's high. I mean, it's uh, it's the great pick, but it's pretty high. I mean, I'm not sure where your computer is, but that's a very, very biased projection. Okay, so we are back here. I'm going to take it easy now. Here we go. So just after Tyreek Hill, I'll round it out for you. Ryan's team, The Crow, in which he's wearing sunglasses. Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, we'll see about that. Keenan Allen, I like Danny. Nice. You're actually doing better than I thought so far. Kyle Pitts, the four, the champion, chose him. I mean, I don't know why people select him in the third round. I like him in the fourth round, but it's still, I, I really do like his potential. I really do. Cam Akers, Greg, he's actually going to sit right here. What were you thinking about that pick, Greg? Look, with Cam Akers, I really, I need another uh, running back, obviously. I want someone that. Look, they're coming right off a championship, right? So, I just need somebody that has that experience. I don't know if he was on the team last year. I don't know. So, aren't you scared that Daryl Henderson might take away touches from, from Akers? And he is coming off a serious injury for a running back. That's true. you got to be careful with that. Injuries uh, never play well. I mean, with Chubb, for instance, what was it, last year? You find a replacement, and 
you know, then they share the time or, you know, the yeah. replacement takes over. But you got to be careful with that. So Cam Akers, I think, look, if I got to trade him, I trade him. Then I, he's a high pick, so I can trade him for someone I really need. Very true. Very nice selection. I have sources that, you know, he's going to break out this year. Now, continuing on here, T. Higgins, I'm right next to the gentleman that chose him. What was in your thought process in terms of T. Higgins here? Are you scared that he's also with Boyd? Also scared with Jamar Chase? Like, how are you going to spread? There's only one football. How are you going to spread that throughout the offense? I'm hoping they're going to throw a little more than last year. Uh, they ran the ball a lot. So, you know, I like T. Higgins. He's a good player. It's not my favorite pick of all time. It was sort of a fair pick. But then we got Etienne and I, Etienne, I feel good about that. Which we will cover that in just a second. <laughs> you're you're following my source, and it, you guys are doing a great job with it right now. It was uh, Cortland Sutton at the end of the third round here. You know, Bronco running wide receivers. I understand that, but Sutton is so early. Okay, so so early, and I'm just like, I don't. Someone's probably in the room here. I get that, but. There's, let me see. You could have had McCorn. You could have DJ Moore, Mike Williams. You know, Mike. Talent. Talent. Okay. And then David Montgomery end up the third round here. Now let's wrap it up. Mike Evans begins the fourth round, in which he could get a little bit dicey when it comes to the snake drafts. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. Mike Williams. My bad. Mike Williams. These guys always just. You guys are supposed to do research. Stay on your computers. Let's do some research. And then you can criticize me after hearing this episode. In which then, Dalton Schultz, what is your thought process with that one? He's on a franchise tag. He'll be the tight end one. He will. So he chose Dalton Schultz over George Kittle. I understand George Kittle can be frustrating, injuries. But at the same time, I'm like, Gallup is going to be healthy. Is he going to get enough targets? And is Dak really going to be that quarterback? Now, you guys just said Travis Eaton is your pick. I am. Go through why you think he could be a breakout this year. He's a beast, dude. You know, um, NFLSU. Just riding the wave. I think he's a good pick. I'm not taking a Schultz before that. I mean, come on. Arab. <laughs> Greg, we explained it back to you. You told me you, uh, before this draft you were not going to select George Kittle, but yet you did. Why? I mean, I could have gone with Goddard. It was him. For me personally, it was between him and Goddard. But I, Kittle's more just of a name. Not saying Goddard isn't. And I've taken Kittle every year, I think. And he always gets injured. So I'm going to do it again. I do think that he's going to be good, but I think he will miss a few games down the stretch. That might hurt. Danny chooses Brees Hall. Now, just talk to me a little bit about Brees Hall so I can officially wrap this thing. Why did you choose Brees Hall as a rookie? Are you scared about Michael Carter? Uh, I don't know who Brees Hall is. Uh. <laughs> Does not know who Brees Hall is. Okay, that is a great analysis. I do, I do see him be doing some big things, but you gotta know who what you're doing here. You gotta know who people are. So that that's basically the loose guy. He's like on the like the the guy from uh, the Matthew McConaughey movie, you know, where everything's loose. You know, he get, get high a few times. Like that's that kind of guy we're talking about. But that's okay. We respect that people's choices. Elijah Mitchell. Little bit too high here. Understandable. I like 49ers, but a little bit too high here, especially with J.K. Dons. I like Gibson. Yeah, I'd rather not touch Gibson. Josh Jacobs, saying the commission. I will uh, will circle back to him later on in the draft. Josh Jacobs, he chose in the fourth round. Don't understand that one at all. 
J.K. Dobbins, then you have Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Darren Waller. Darren Waller could be the steal. I mean, Darren Waller falling this far, and with how with the people, what they're choosing, I I just don't get it. I don't I don't get it. Antonio Gibson, uh, Darman, I don't know what you're thinking. We'll talk about that a little bit a little bit later. Terry McLaurin, really do like it. J.K. Thomas, you gotta get the handcuffs, in which I just don't trust Dobbins and his injury history. Deontay Johnson, Waddle, Gabe Davis, love all of them. Love all of them. The fact that they're still here. Sometimes I saw them in the fourth round. They're here in the fifth round. Love it. Uh, DK Metcalf is still available. We'll see where he goes. Justin Herbert. Oh, Justin Herbert. I like him. He's a stud. That's a stud right there, isn't it? AJ Dillon, a little bit high. A little bit high. He was selected in the fourth round of my draft. Not a big fan of that. Patrick Mahomes, fifth round. I like that. I like that a lot. I don't know how he still fell. This, uh, what, what are you guys doing? It, he fell this, like, okay. DK Metcalf, Danny after Brees Hall. Not knowing who Brees Hall was, do you know who DK is? Okay, he kind of knows who he is. That is so bad on his part. Okay, champion, Kevin, chooses Jalen Hurts. Now, I have to admit, I chose him around later, but around the same time that you picked him, so I have to admit, that might be a great draft pick right there. Then you have Judy, and then you have Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, I would, I would just avoid at all costs. All costs. I <laughs> just avoid. But at the same time, I do like Judy Robinson. They might sign Odell Beckham. They just, they just might. So I, I, this fifth round going a little bit haywire. I mean, there's still a lot of great players available. It is a heavy depth draft. I will say that. But still, this draft, I have to admit, is it, when it comes down to it, it's going to become average. But right now, it's just like all over the place. And as Greg said, a wild card earlier. Okay. So then. With the next pick, 59, Damian Harris. What a bust of a situation that's going to be. Um, okay. <laughs> that, that is not a good slide. I would just stay away from Patriots. I, I would select their defense. But I know we have some Patriots fans here, specifically Greg. But you need to go Foxborough at some point. Definitely need – actually in the stadium. Kyler Murray at 60. Uh, I don't know about that one. Kyler, you know what's funny? In my draft, Kyler Murray was an auto pick. Like, it was an accident. Like, the guys even want to select him. He's just not not that good. In fantasy, yes. But in real life, you are playing fantasy. That is true. Marquise Brown. So, so Kyler Murray, the Marquise Brown connection, that is, that's nice. That That's different. Ooh. Ooh, I like this pick. Number 62 overall, Dale Mooney. He's going to become the whole Bears offense, man. I'm so excited for the, what this Bears offense is going to be. You got Cole Komet. He is a sleeper. I will announce that to people. He is a sleeper. But Dale Mooney, watch out. I really like I really like this pick. I selected him. Let's go. In like the seventh round. Yeah you, yeah, you have. You made two. But other two out of six is not bad. So someone just asked me a question. Uh, we could take Q&A right now. That's completely fine. A little bit astray from what you expect from ESPN broadcast, but that's okay. Learn from that going 14, a little bit too high. A little bit too high. I've seen him go around 25. See him go uh, go around. No, actually not 25. Excuse me, 22. Round the end of the second round. A little too early. I mean, I don't get me wrong. It's not like I like Williams. It's not like I like Aaron. It's not like I like Zeke. I do think that Swift is better. I don't know why Barkley was taken that high, but still, I totally get the thought process of like, you know, let me just get that durable back. You don't even. You might not even have to worry about a handcuff. But still, I'm just like a little bit too high because here's the thing. It's not about the player that you choose. It's also when you choose them, right? You got you got to be selective. So it's a, it's it's really 
Oh, we got another interesting selection here. I'll get to that. But it's really just, it's not just, it's the value. So Damian Pierce, number 63 overall. Uh, could be a breakout. Who knows? He's a, I'm telling you, these rookies could really show us something. But I'm with the team right now. They come over. You know, they're, they're a little bit bored at the moment. They feel really good about the draft right now. Talk to me about why you're not too worried about this Texas offense and just like sputtering and the, off, uh, the offensive line. And just like, we, what do you see from this guy? Well, they just have to do something on offense. Got to do something. They cut Marlon Mack, you know. I mean, that white quarterback, I forget his name, Davis Mills. I mean, he's, a, he's okay. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. This kid's a rookie, you know, just use his rookie contract and feed the beast. Feed the beast. I think that's what a lot of people would say about their draft picks. And I, I definitely will argue that it is – it, 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 you do want to feel good about who you take instead of like Danny here where he's like I don't know who this guy is you know like you, you and I hate roasting on people I really do but you gotta know what you're doing man you gotta have all the confidence in the world you gotta trash talk you gotta stand behind it you gotta have the logic and Danny's like I don't know <laughs> what, what am I doing here you know but okay so next picks here we have Greg who happens to be sitting right next to me Amari Cooper you did choose him somewhat twice in both of your mock drafts why here in the sixth round? I've always liked him. That's about it. I, I've dra I, I don't know if I've drafted him before, but I've always had my eye on the guy. I mean, what, new team this year? I don't know. Honestly, it was him or, or Edward Talera, so. Yeah, CH, I, I, would, I, I would not. Sh I would definitely avoid him. Uh, Rashad Penny, sixth round. I, I think he could have been more of a sleeper in the seventh, but I really like Penny here. Especially, especially, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, maybe someone could draft him and then hold the guy hostage because Keenan Walker could be a smart handcuff here. It really could be. I like Walker a lot. I like a lot of the rookies. I will just admit that right now. The youth, the explosiveness, they got a lot of energy. I think the teams will be excited to use as many rookies as they can. Joe Burrow, Danny told me that he really wants to take Joe Burrow. I mean, he took him over Lamar Jackson. He took him over Aaron Rodgers, among countless others. Uh, what, is, what is your thought process here in terms of Mr. Joey B? The new kid on the block. He's been doing great things in Cincinnati. Cool as a cucumber. Cool customer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you want to win, though. Like, what, what's, the, what's the line between trying to be funny, try to be cool, have a little bit of swag, but then also winning because you've never won this league before. I don't know. I just believe in the guy. I think he's going places. <laughs> you believe he's going places. Okay. Respectable. I mean, what what drew you to Burrow? Because I know Burrow is a polarizing thing. He did very well at LSU. W what really said, like, this? why do you feel this way about Burrow, that you just had to overdraft him? <laughs> I don't know. He made it to the playoffs last year. He, I feel like he turned around Cincinnati and their whole offense. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you missed out on Lamar Jackson. Like you have no regrets about this selection, right? Sometimes you got to go with your gut. Sometimes you do have to go with your gut. I mean, the, the, the guy that just said, "I don't know what I'm doing," sounds like he kind of knows what he's doing here. Which over, even though again, maybe not the best selection. So he would go Ryan, even though he's a, a, allegedly a Cowboys fan, goes with Dallas God. I'm kind of surprised about that one. Well, someone said you were, and you, you know, he's your representative. Yeah, well, he did. He did literally speak for you. Dallas with Dallas got her smart pick. I mean, hey man, I went with the fifth round, sixth round, much better value, very nice selection. He in the sixth round, tight ends, man, not easy to come back. Lamar Jackson, Sam Commissioner. Again, if you want to come around here, we can talk about that. I know you're a little bit busy on the clock right now. Chase Edmonds. 
a little bit too much of a reach. Too much of a reach, but I do like that he ha he's he got potential. They paid him the most money. They signed three money backs. They cut one. I I, I would have selected him over like two rounds later, but still, I, if you need a running back, you're going with the zero running back strategy, but... Elijah Moore, next selection. Really nice selection here. I like Moore a lot. I mean, now, it's going to be Wilson. It's going to be Barrios. It's going to be Corey Davis. We'll see. But I, I think this guy's got a lot of potential here. And then Michael Thomas. Ooh, that's, that's a toughie. Stevie on the clock here. He just selected Brandon Cooks. Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, I don't know who's available. I don't have, like, a big board. Of all the names in front of me. But I do think you could hold off on Russ. I've seen him go in the ninth round. I've seen him go in the eighth round. Maybe the tenth round. With quarterbacks, you do really want to like hold back a little bit. You really, really do. And now, oh, oh, we got some Eagles love here. Maybe a little bit too early. It is still only the seventh round. So Russ being taken here. And then you got Miles Sanders, okay, in which Darman, okay. So you just selected, go, go through your whole draft for us. You just selected Michael Thomas, Miles Sanders, but talk about your whole draft, how you feel so far and how you feel this could go into your draft plans because we all know you just want to trade all these guys who you draft tonight. We were not fooled by you. I'll be honest, my team, I don't like my draft. My team is bad. So why'd you go, you, you have destiny. You have, you have control over these picks. Why would you say that? I will be whining about this all year. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Okay, since we are over here, Stevie, how do you feel about having the number one overall pick, Jonathan Taylor, and, and the rest of your squad? I think it's looking good so far, but how do you feel about the rest of this draft? The fact that now you got to wait, and then it's winding down. You got you don't have as many yeah. good players now. I feel pretty good. I just feel like I reached on Russell Wilson a little bit, but I wanted to keep me. So. Well, who else is available? Tom Brady. I could have waited a little bit, got Trey Lance. But I didn't want to wait until my next pick because I didn't know who was going to be left. So that's why I say with the number one overall pick, I wouldn't go with it, especially if you had to pay more money for it. I would not want to do that because you had to wait so long and you feel a little bit anxiety, a little bit of stress and tension, waiting for your pick to be selected. But at the same time, I must admit, if you have to feel like, you know what, if you're going to take this guy because in the next two rounds he's not going to be there, then you got no choice. You got to take it. And that's kind of a good thing of just like, you know what, just, just pull the trigger right there, right now because you know he's probably not going to be there okay so the draft going a little bit fast here so again we just had miles sanders go feeling and then Bateman. we'll we'll see with Thielen. i can i could i could send some bad things from him well sean Bateman could have a breakout here i really do like his potential right there amon's ron ross a brown in the seventh round i like it i do chris Godwin, i like it i do talent wise i think it's there but we'll see each guy is dealing with their own thing god with the injury and then St. Brown when it comes to just having that many weapons. And then you have Dawson Knox, not a huge fan of him this year. Judas Wissuser, again, not a big fan of this year. But Tony Pollard, Greg, buddy, nice job. I really that's a that's a big selection. Big selection right there. And then So we're dealing with a team that's about to pick or am picking right now. What is your thought process as you are thinking about it? Just talk. Just value. Yeah, we're looking at who's on the board and we want the best player there. That's it's really that simple. Well, don't you also have to consider positions? I'll do Ayak too. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a difference. also for old time's sake. You know what? Trey Lance might be. We can get him on the this wing around. Yeah. We can get Trey Lance. I think we can wait on him though. Forty. Quarter Ayak. I don't care. Either one. Either one. I don't care. 
Well, he can play both, so yeah. he's good. We'll do that. What are you going to do? He was fun last year. He was on our team. Go with what you know. I don't blame you. Go with what you know. But I will definitely suggest, as I've been saying throughout the draft, get handcuffs. We wanted TP, but Greg stole him from us. I, I, that was definitely a steal. I have to admit, that was one hell of a selection. And I have to admit, I, even though there's a lot of Eagles fans in here, there's a, there's, that cowboy is going to wreck some, was going to make some noise this year. Let me tell you something. Uh, but Cordell Patterson, not a big big fan, but again, like I said, if you get handcuffs to these guys, then it's not as bad as you, as the selection might be. Like, as long as you... But here's what I heard, though. He, he might want to go back to kick returns, in which that will take some snaps away from running back. So that's not great. Okay, so then we got next few selections here. As it's just Devontae Smith. And at the second round, really like that a lot. I mean, hey, man, the guy may not be great in the eyes of Eagles fans, but he is great at this round. He may even do better than A.J. Brown. Who knows? Clyde Edwards hilarious. And then at the second round, you know what? By this point, why not? De DeAndre Hopkins, if you guys if you could stash him, that's what matters. If you guys can stash him in this league, that's really what matters here. In a half PPR league. Uh, Trey Lance. Justin, we got to talk about that. Trey Lance. Basically, quote unquote, says he could be this year's Jalen Hurts. I concur. Absolutely. There's no other analysis than that. Tom Brady. I mean, eh, the offensive line scares me. It really does. But I, what I will say is that, you know what? Quarterback around here, why not? It's just, it's not great, but it's I right. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You need a quarterback. I mean, by this point, you might as well go with two. Aaron Rodgers seems like he's still on the board and, you know, not great. Dak Prescott, so three consecutive quarterbacks. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, you know, QB run, but I, I like them running. Kareem Hunt, I really like this eighth round. That I don't know I don't know how he fell. So here we go. The, uh, the guy that I keep roasting, Danny, just selected Devin Singletary, in which you got to watch out for James Cook. Got to watch out for, you know, they, they just throw the ball a lot. Not the greatest selection. There's probably other running backs that I probably would have gone with, but, you know, to each their own. Dale Henderson could split it. I, I mean, it's not the team that selected Cam Akers, so that's going to be a little bit worrisome having Cam Akers on one team, Henderson on another one. I like them both together on the same fantasy team, but who knows? Henderson might be the starter, and that's not good for Akers. The commish with Dallin Cook. Oh, yeah, so I was kind of alluded to it. Alexander Madison, a little bit too high, though. Like, I like the selection. It has to be done. You're right. I don't blame you. But I will say, though, that you probably could have waited a little bit more. A little bit more. Probably could have waited. All right. And we have Dan joining us right now. You actually just made a pick, so you might as well announce it. In the eighth round, with the ninth third overall pick, or 94, or whatever the case may be, who did you choose? I chose Alan Lazard. Or is it Lazard? One of them. One of them. Okay. So, nice pick. A little bit too high, but again, it's it's a matter of how you value the guy. But talk to me about this whole drive because obviously I've not been going around to people. I appreciate you coming over to the corner here. Talk to me about your draft here. So I'll just recap it. Eckler, Lamb, Evans, Dobbins, Herbert, fifth round, Edwards, sixth, Bateman I really like in the seventh, and then Lazard here. Talk to me about your whole draft. Do you have a, what was your strategy through the first eight rounds? Hopefully you don't give away too much because there are people listening to us right now. I, I just wanted to pick, after the first three rounds, my, my goal was just to pick the best 
maybe after the first uh, five. I wanted two running backs, two wide receivers, and either a quarterback or a tight end. Fifth round, I chose Justin Herbert. He was the best QB available. The next tight end went, you know, another full round later, so there weren't many good tight ends at the at that point. My eighth round, I was really – I couldn't decide between TJ Hawkinson or Alan Lazard, but uh, I figured he's going to be the, the top receiver on a highly – passing game a highly pa passing focused game Aaron Rodgers can sling that thing whoever he's going to feed is going to is going to score a lot sadly I missed out on TJ Hawkinson but that's okay so you said like you had to choose a quarterback in which it, Justin Herbert was the best fair why so high like going in the fifth round and also you're about to pick right now so go through that kind of process so you might as well save Herbert for a second but what are you going through right now as you're about to make this selection so I I, I just saw this guy on the chart, Kenneth Walker III. I've never heard of him before, but uh, I think he might be the, the Seahawks' top running back. If not, uh, It might be a committee. I'm not sure. Do you know? Is, is the Seahawks going to be a committee this season? So Penny is the starter in Seattle. Kenneth Walker might start week one out because he's dealing with a herniated disc or something like that. But I do know that he has a good hand cut to Penny and could overlap him because, you know, Pete Carroll likes to just like to go with the hot hand, really great with the running game. And just the fact that he had Gino, I would expect a lot of running. So I would, I, he's not terrible, but at the same time, I would wait on him if you're asking me what to do. So again, it's just all about how you view the best available. I think with my next pick, I'm going to choose uh, Zach Ertz of the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Tight end. Off the board here. But go, so why Zach Ertz over other tight ends? And then going back to my previous question with Justin Herbert, why do you feel the need to take a quarterback in the fifth round? The fifth round, I feel like, is the is when most of the, the top quarterbacks start going off the board. Josh Allen was gone in the third round, but he's an exception. And I, I think Justin Herbert is going to have the best season out of the other top guys. I took him. I took him above Mahomes. I took him above Hurts, Lamar Jackson. But I think uh, I think Herbert's gonna have a great year. What makes you makes you say he's gonna have the best one? And, and like passing up Mahomes is, you know, kind of bold. If I, I mean Mahomes, he had uh, he struggled last season, and that that scares me a little bit. Yes, please. I just uh, told Matt I would have another beer. <laughs> What about going through the or like the Earth selection? Like, what 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 are the tyrants that you see, and how should you ultimately land on Earth? Uh, there's there's Cole Komet, there's Pat Fryermuth, Hunter Henry. I don't really like any of those guys. I don't like who's thrown to them. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I, and it does seem like by the looks of your team, really rounds out right now. Again, I don't blame you with the the tight end. You know, you want that tight end to keep getting taken i mean if you had a chance at kelsey second round like he definitely fell more so than i would have thought but it does seem like this is a very nice draft and, and, and i could potentially recap it at the end just tell the guys hey you know you had a bad draft oh hey no you had a good draft or an average draft because these guys do value me as an expert i'm not sure i'll call myself that so i'm not like getting paid or anything but i will say here that right now it's starting to round into form a little bit slower kind of wish it was slow in the beginning but hey you know, who cares? Tyler Lockett just got selected here at, like, middle of the ninth round here. Also, with Robert Woods, I, I like these guys as sleepers. The fact that in the ninth round, they got they got talent, like, as if they're third or fourth round picks. Like, I really – now, they might not be on the right side of 20, but still. They, they are good, very talented wide receivers. I'm just like, I don't know how they would fall this far 
usually. And then Ramondre Stevenson, who knows? He might overtake Damian Harris. Like, that's why I'm like, I'll stay away from Harris. I think Stevenson, the fact that McDaniels went to Denver, Bolden went with him, he might be in the new Jays White. He really might be. So I, I am very surprised that he kind of went this far, the fact that you're hearing that kind of news. And news is kind of like the stock market. Kenneth Walker kind of, he just did went handcuffed to Penny Kevin. Nice. You had to get your hand. Now, you don't have to be like Sam choosing it before the 10th round, but I like it. You just had, you had, typically a handcuff should be 10th round or later. But if you had to do it then, you just had to do it. Drake, London, okay, that's a nice, the rookies, man, this is gonna, I really do like this rookie, rookie class. Cole Komet, this guy has a lot of potential. The Bears offense going to Mooney, who else do they have? They have Cole Komet, Justin Fields I'm not a big fan of, but still, someone has to throw the ball because when it comes down to it, Montgomery's a little bit banged up right now, and they're going to be down a lot of points. So, oh, we got another rookie ride receiver here, Chris Olave. I know some Saints fans really would like that name. Shout out to, to Seth. So, Chris Olave just went. Here we go, Darman, joining the booth here of me standing in the corner. A little bit of chatter between teams here. Might discuss some uh, trade negotiations. Uh, so, we, so Mike Gusecki ended up the ninth round here. Uh, I'm not sure about about oh, that, like but yeah. Why, I mean, why not? I mean, Sam, Sam, you know, will allow that if I allow it. So I will allow it, and therefore he allows it. Uh, Darwin joining the brew here. How you how you doing t uh, tonight, Darwin? So far, how you think? I was good, but now I'm kind of close to my enemies, so not feeling so, not feeling so hot right now. So uh, it's, uh, you and Ryan were on the podcast about a year ago. You talked to me about like the dynamic between what the axis and, and and allies like. Give me a whole rundown of that dynamic. Yeah, what a day that was a year ago. <laughs> Um, the allies are great. The axes are terrible. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, how, who makes the judgment of, like, who's in what group? Obviously myself as commish. <laughs> I make all the decisions. Technically co-commish. Commish. Co. Commish. Yeah, co-commish. Commish. But what, what things are you thinking about in terms of, like, oh, this guy's an ally, this guy's an axis, or this guy's just someone who it just doesn't care? Like, what, what goes into that when you're making your selection? Well, we have three factions in this league. We have the allies, who are great and fair and nice. And we have the axes, who are ter terrible and evil. And then we have the irrelevants, who <laughs> don't participate. And I think that one's pretty like easy to determine. Whoever doesn't participate becomes irrelevant. Those who don't do what I want are axes. And those who do what I like are allies. So just take give, give me a breakdown of your whole draft night so far. You're like you, now you don't have to give anything away. I know it may be different going into the last six rounds here. Just give me a little bit of a taste of like why'd you why'd you make the picks that you did if you just were to summarize all of it without like saying like oh I picked this guy for this reason. Like you you could we could spend an hour talking about that. But just talk to me about your draft strategy going into tonight and then what actually happened. Uh, I wanted to get as many studs as possible to score as many points as possible. <laughs> and I feel like I did a good job accomplishing that today. How you define a stud? Someone who scores a lot of points. That's pretty much what I would say a stud is. But what if someone just on the eye test is not like that great, but they just happen to score a touchdown? They're not a stud then. But they keep scoring touchdowns. <laughs> they don't become a stud. Stud is name recognition. Well, you realize that there's like Odell Beckham is like, is he a stud? Nope. But yet he was one. He was one eight years ago. Oh, you could argue five years ago. You could, but I wouldn't argue that. <laughs> okay, point is that stud is very much subjective, and, you know, like, I think his definition needs to go a little bit deeper, but just 
how do you think you're going to fare out this week? It's been a long time since you kissed the trophy. Good night. And I, how do you feel about your chances given this draft so far? I like my chances a lot. I have uh, some good running backs, four of them, three great receivers, and one great quarterback and one great tight end. All studs. But yet you said, didn't you say, quote unquote, that I'm having a terrible draft and I'm probably going to whine about it later? Like, what has changed over the past 20 minutes? I got Melvin Gordon. That's it? Yes. The thing is that Stevie wanted Melvin Gordon really badly, and <laughs> I knew that I had to pick before him, so I had to do, I had to do that one. Do you want to do a trade for maybe our 13th and 14th for your 11th overall pick? Or your upcoming 10th pick, actually. 13 and 14th. For... Can you throw in DeAndre Swift? <laughs> Deal. So we might have some trading going on, going on here. All right, you guys want Melvin Gordon? Yeah. All right, um, Melvin Gordon for Cole Komet. All right, we have a deal. So, so you, this has already been confirmed. Uh, I'm a primary source of negotiations here. We have a trade of Cole Komet for Melvin Gordon, in which who will win that? <laughs> I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, I, I mean, you got. Uh, do you want to? Do you want Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, we're interested for for Higgins. Could you? <laughs> I was actually thinking K Tony. I'll trade for Himes. Okay, so Darman's literally interested in everybody. I'm not sure he's being serious or not. Or if she says. I get a good interest in every player. I have interest in everybody. Is there anyone that you don't like? Yeah, Mark Andrews is pretty bad. Um, yeah. They're all some of the best players, football players in the country, actually. NFL players. When you think about it. These guys. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Of course. I mean, we are in America, and this is America's game. Uh, football. It's not soccer because soccer we just we're, America is not good at at all. Still, like, we we trying to say though. <laughs> I have a big picking coming. Everybody's gonna. What, I I feel like I know who's gonna go here. I have a good feeling. What if someone takes it right here? I will be sad, but I wouldn't. I would actually be very surprised if someone did. Well, I will definitely say just to, to to clear clear up here, we have James Cook. Not the not the biggest fan of him right now. He's a rookie, but we'll see. James Robinson, good. If you do have Travis Etienne, Katarius Tooney could be a sleeper. Michael Carter is a handcuff for Brees Hall, in which you know they did not choose him. Michael Carter, the Nakeem Hines, uh, Taylor, the Taylor Owens should definitely pick Hines with that one. Then you have Chase, Claypool, Russell Gage, Tyler Board, all around eh, met players. You know, just just like trying to round it. He's mad. Jamal Williams, good handcuff for Swift. I don't think this owner has Swift, so I'm like, why did they pick them? I still feel like there's a lot of players left on the board, uh, a lot of big players. Uh, Hunter Henry just went. I think he might be. I uh, might not have a great season. I'm not going to trust the Patriots. Oh. Oh. So, big. Uh, Darman, you have some. Okay. Timeout. Let's take a timeout. Timeout. Let's take a time out here. Okay, everybody, let's just settle down. Okay. Darman, with, with the 120th overall pick, Darman, uh, you selected. No comment. <laughs> I think we all know what that means. Okay, so why did you go with it? I hate this guy so much, and, and I definitely th I definitely will think that this this guy, he's as much talent as he is, he, he's going to come back. He's going to be he's the most hated player. But why did you feel like you had to go in the 10th round? Still kind of early. Don't you think? Because we're in joke league, uh, joke pick territory here, so I'm probably gonna be dropping him after the draft. It's kind of a wasted of a pick, <laughs> but uh, it, whatever floats your boat, I guess. 
Trevion Burks and the the tight end from Denver. Uh, not the best idea there. I like Burks though. Burks not really a tough round pick though. You just selected another player. I did. Pat Fryer move. Why him? Who else were you considering? I was considering um, Matthew Stafford as well as you just you just picked a quarterback though. I did, but like I said, I'll probably be dropping him. I was eyeing Kenneth Gainwell, David Njoku, and Raheem Mostert. Well, I'm telling you, there's a lot of great players available right now, and it's just a matter of if you recognize those players as long as you have sources. You got to have sources. I do have sources. You, you do have sources, okay? That's good. Well, how do you feel about the whole draft as a whole? Like, do you think your counterparts are doing their part to, to you know, not mess up their picks. I would say that Ryan, Craig, Stevie, um, and the rest of the allies who I can't remember right now are doing really well. So everyone's doing really well except for who? Matt, Leonard, Justin's doing pretty poorly. <laughs> Liam's doing all right. Okay, 30 seconds per The commissioner should get booed here. Everyone should boo for the commissioner. <laughs> Pathfire move. As Darren just said, drafted, and I don't know exactly why. I mean, a backup tight end, not terrible. Matthew Stafford got picked here. And then 11th round, I forget what overall pick this is by this point. It's very. It's been a long night. My hair is sweaty, and, and you know, like, it's hot in here. Let's turn up the AC with, with your pick. The commissioner has just joined us. Who did you select here? With my most recent pick, I took Jacoby Myers. Touchdown machine. I had him last year. I expect his relationship with Mac Jones to... It's really blossomed this year, you know, Mac in his second year. Uh, I expect him to take a leap. Myers is a nice uh, possession receiver, hoping for 110, 120 catches this year. Who else did you consider? Because I really do like a few rookie wide receivers who are still on the board. One of them just got taken. I will get to that. But who else did you consider? And what about kicker? I mean, Justin Tucker just got taken the pick before you. I think that's a nice selection. I've seen him go, like, in the ninth round. But... When it comes to kicker, when it comes to other wide receivers, what were you thinking, and are you are you settled with how your draft was so far? Yeah, I was pretty set on taking a receiver. I've taken four in the last five rounds now. I, I hadn't taken a few um, in the first few rounds, so I was definitely set on a wide receiver. I think it's a little too early for kicker, although I don't dislike the Justin Tucker pick. Uh, I think I'll take a kicker later in the rounds, probably the last round. Take us through your whole uh, your your whole draft strategy. Like, who are your favorite picks, favorite values, and are you surprised about how well you've done or how well you've not been doing? Like, give us a little bit of a taste of how you feel as commissioner, as someone with the fifth overall pick. How you feel going into where you are right now, and then how you feel going to the last five picks here? Yeah, sure. Well, as commissioner with the fifth pick, I did take Dalvin Cook in the first round. Um, I was definitely looking for a running back. Uh, in the second round, I was actually thrown for a loop a little bit. I got Travis Kelsey at pick number 20. And uh, in all my mock drafts, I didn't even consider taking Kelsey. You'd never come to me. So my whole draft strategy was really thrown off pretty much immediately. But I think I recovered pretty quickly. I, uh, I have Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs, St. Brown the Sun God, uh, Travis Kelsey, of course, A.J. Dillon, and Madison is my handcuff as uh, the core of my team. So I'm pretty satisfied. I think it, it's worked out well. So do you think you've done better or worse than what you expected? I'm coming out a little better. I didn't expect to have a receiver as good as Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, so, you know, the top of the tight end. So I'm pretty happy with how that's gone. Um, assuming Dalvin Cook does as expected, I think my chances of doing well are good. Oh, I forgot to mention I have Lamar Jackson, so a great quarterback. 
I mean, some people might say all he does is run, but I totally disagree with that notion. What do you think about here as you go into the 12th, 13th round now? Like, what are you think, thinking about? Like, are you thinking about defense? Are you thinking about kicker? Like, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about every position at this point, but I don't want to lock myself into anything. So if I see an opportunity, I'm definitely going to take it. Uh, right now, I'm thinking about maybe another quarterback. Hard to say, though. I see a lot of kickers are coming off the board in defenses at this point. So, no. I said 30 seconds per pick. I'm not corrupt. Uh, some people say that you are. What are your comments about how people view you as commissioner? People's perception of me as commissioner couldn't be further off base. I uh, foster democracy at every opportunity. Uh, this offseason, we voted on 30 different things. Uh, people are, are more than welcome to hold their own votes, and I will adhere to them. I try to involve people in the, the decision-making process as much as possible. So any accusations calling me corrupt are uh, ridiculous uncalled for and disgusting quite frankly I, I have to admit it is kind of you know the responsibility of a commissioner to you know combat all all those accusations i, I will definitely say that the darwin did call himself commissioner and he was just out here i have no idea what darwin's talking about he's been on that for a while um i'm very confused every time he brings that up i it doesn't make any sense to me he was never voted co-commissioner we don't need a co-commissioner and if we did need a co-commissioner it certainly wouldn't be darwin so uh, do, you have, do you have any intent on punishing him for his comments or kicking him out because he has been a nuisance to you in recent years? I allow dissent in my league. I will not be punishing Darman. Okay. Do you punish anyone for inactivity or when it comes to, you know, they just don't care or try to, like, burn the league or something, like, as part of, like, spite or something? Yeah, in our constitution, there are very clear inactivity policies. So if somebody is inactive for a week, they lose their claim to the weekly dollar, which is a dollar awarded to the team who scores the most in any given week. Two instances of inactivity can lead to further punishments, such as expulsion from the league. Seems like it's a very strict and, and, and tight league. I wouldn't say that. We have a lot of fun, but I do have to lay down the law when necessary. Excuse me for a second. My pick is coming up. What, what are you thinking about here? I think I'm going to take a defense. Are you thinking about streaming a defense, or are you thinking about, like, thinking about real defense that you can have for the whole season? Uh, this is a defense that is going to be good early in the season. Because, because schedule matters. Schedule absolutely matters. I took Indiana defense. They have a nice totally starting defense. I totally agree with this pick. Totally agree. I mean, they, they have, like, who they face? The Texans in week two, and then who they who, who, Jacksonville week one. Like, this is just a no-brainer. No-brainer pick. Maybe a little bit early, but if, if you really feel confident in Indianapolis and just laying down the law on both of those offenses, it's just an obvious pick right here. Justin just, just back there chirping, trying to, you know, trying to cause a little bit of a ruckus, uh, trying to think that Jacksonville will be the hot stuff. San Francisco just got taken. I mean, I like their run game, but is their defense really legit again this year? I'm not so sure about that. Uh, but I will run down some picks that have been made since I've talked to Darman and San Houston. So Jacoby Myers, uh, San, I just talked about just, uh, just Tucker before that. Buffalo's defense, Garrett Wilson. I really like Garrett Wilson, drafted rookie, high pick of the, the Jets. We'll see how Zach Wilson does, though. Michael Gallup will miss the first week, maybe two weeks, but I do like him. He's a talent. New England's defense, I mean, I, Greg, you selected the, the Patriots defense. I think he's a you know Patriots fan, in which you don't want to be biased. Don't want to be biased, but I understand. As someone who loves the Patriots, uh, okay, so Greg's saying that, like, as the Patriots fan, he wants the Patriots. And don't get me wrong, they're a great defense. They are. But 
They have a tough schedule. They play in AFC East team that just keeps getting better with the Jets with the offensive weapons they have. And then the Dolphins, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Zach Wilson could be something. I wouldn't recommend the, uh, the Patriots teams until at the very least 13th round, and we're not even at this is the 11th, 11th round. George Pickens could be something. I really do like George George Pickens here. Uh, Kalai Herbert, good handcuff to Dave Montgomery. Tampa Bay Stevens, uh, they have a tough schedule, very tough schedule. Bass, kicker. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're going to get to what Darwin just did. I'm not sure. That, that it's, uh, Don, you might have to explain yourself with, with that one. I think I think he accidentally did uh, the Atlantic coach. Oh, the, uh, it, I've done I've done a league with head coaches. Uh, you get five points when they win, negative five when they lose, something along those lines. Uh, yeah, Darwin tried selecting a coach here. We're going to run down here. Jahan Dawson, not great. Julio Jones, he should have not even been drafted. Uh, Koo, yeah. No, not Julio Jones. Oh my God. Can you tell me what's on Matt's computer right now? So this, this is this is my my secret weapon here. Uh, double, have you been paid any money by any of the teams of this league to provide advice? Um, so I, I very much appreciate all the intel that I can that I can give to people. Uh, but at the same time, it's a matter of how much people respect the advice I give. You know, and it's I get offers. Could you uh, pull out all the money you have on your person? I cannot do that, actually. I, uh, also, I asked you earlier if you had accepted any money in return for advice, and you didn't exactly answer the question. I did not exactly hear the question. So, I, can I be a little bit more direct? Did the SJWs, who include Matt and Leonard, pay you any money in return for advice? So, I will definitely say, as this is a broadcast, uh, I need to be neutral on every and everything in, the, in this league. And, you know, at the same time, like, like I said... There, when you come down to it, you're willing to die for a trophy here, and you're willing to do a whole lot to win a trophy. Here. A hypothetical question: If anyone did pay you for advice, how did it work out for them? I think it's going to work out tremendously because I, I've been, I, like I've been bragging, you know, I have secret weapons, and at the same time, it's like, why would you not go against like simulations, you know, technology? So it's it's you gotta you gotta listen to what I say something, and I appreciate that when it comes to a few teams, it's not just one that have reached out to me, and I've helped them. Thank you. I withdraw my accusations. Thank you. Okay, comes down to the twelfth round here. I don't want to forget. So like I said, Devonte Parker, J.D. McKissick, Matt Gay actually went before McKissick. That's my fault. Cole Stevens is what uh, what Sam just talked about. San Francisco defense, eh. Uh, Marquez Vargas Scantley, eh. Jameson Williams could be a good stash player, especially if they have IRs. Uh, Sky Moore, interesting. I'm not sure I would go with that. But he their, you know, he could be good with Edwards. He could be. And then Dante Foreman, as I, Dorman tried drafting a head coach. A lot of people were confused, befuddled, and quite frankly disgusted because Dorman is kind of like the guy that you know tries to push people's buttons, and he really wants to be all that. And Sam just said he's tired of Darman, and quite honestly, I actually kind of don't blame him. But at the same time, right now, what's even more frustrating is that the guy who is auto-picking is not picking. He's drafting remotely, but he should know that a minute, and it's been like five minutes. Okay, so he, so the next pick, Kenneth Gainwell. Not the greatest pick in the 13th round. You could probably get an undrafted, actually. 
he so Sam is about to pick in one pick. Dan is on the clock here, in which Dan, you had all the time to think about this. Isaiah Spiller, so good. Actually, so Dan, who just picked, I I do have Austin Eckler, Sony Michelle, I think would be a better handcuff. But Spiller in for the rest of the season, it's Spiller. But for right now, it's Michelle. You never know when he's gonna get hurt. Okay, so Sam, since you are still in, still in the booth, you're doing a lot of research here. Take us through what what you just selected here. Yeah, uh, I just took Mark Ingram of the New Orleans Saints in round 13. There's a lot of uncertainty surrounding Alvin Kamara this year. He he did assault somebody. So if a video were to come out of that situation, and I, actually I think there's a pretty famous lawyer prosecuting that case, and a video would be a really great victory in the quarter of public opinion. So if that video does come out, I think Alvin Kamara will be suspended very quickly. He could actually be released from the Saints if the severity of the incident is uh, what it's rumored to be. Mm, very interesting. So we got inside sources telling Sam, possibly some inside trading, which is not something that we recommend on this podcast. Insider trading is something I've never done. Um, that would get me in a lot of trouble at work. Okay, but I'm talking uh, talk about for whoever who has these footages and they're trying to release it at the right time, which very much possible. But yeah, Mark Ingram just got selected in which Derek Carr immediately after. Not terrible. 13th round. I mean, hey, you know, might as well even take Kirk Cousins if you want a backup quarterback. I mean, it, he had very good value here in the 13th round. But then the Los Angeles Rams, same thing as the Bucks. Good defense, but tough schedule uh, as we try to wrap up here because this is taking a while. And you guys just want to get down to just like the drinking part, you know. You just, you just want to finish this. How does that make you feel? I don't even know what the fuck. That is not good. I mean, especially... So the Denver defense just got taken. I really like this as a streaming option. They have great schedules going up against Seattle. Then, uh, forget who it is week two, but really nice schedule there. DJ Chark at Detroit. Not sure it's the best selection here. Uh, Tyler Allager. Okay, so I so I was giving. I'm helping these guys a, a little bit. They're to my right here, in which, hey man, you can make some make some few few friends here, but. Uh, as a handcuff to pass, but also could be a very nice option as the season plays out. How do you feel about this whole draft and your and your teams, uh, your teams so so far, and what you expected? Very high expectations. I th I think we did really well overall. Yeah, I mean, getting Jefferson at ten was better than anything I thought would happen. So going from there. Yeah, we follow the model. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta follow the model. You gotta follow the model, and it's it's actually not that difficult to find. But if you if you find it with all the research and you go day by day, you can really have something on your hands here. In which, if you want it, I might give it to you. Who knows? Kenny Galladay, really like that. But no offense, no fan. Neck, nice pick. I had to I had to make could expect some big things. Out of him, we'll see with the same quarterback, Drew Lock. But is it going to be Geno? I think it's Geno, but we'll see. Out what that office is going to be like. Jarvis Landry, uh, Boston Scott. Next bit. The Eagles defense just got picked after Boston Scott. I think we got some homies in the house here. Don't be biased, is all, all I'm going to say. Dane the Joku. Ooh, interesting. Could be a sleeper. I, I, I like him. I mean, who else is even there? Uh, Robert Tunyon. Could be a sleeper, but it always depends on his injuries. Ooh. Rashad White. I don't know. Who he is might be a handcuff to Fournette. But Aaron McPherson, I really like this pick. I like him as a kicker. He was clutch. Marvin Jones just got taken here. McCole Hardman, interesting. I'm not sure what that Chiefs offense is going to look like with Kelsey, with Moore, with Juju, C-E-H. -C -E 
That's going to be very interesting. Jarrah Everett, next pick here. I can't believe Kirk Cousins is still available. New Orleans defense just got selected. We're still in the fourth round, uh, 14th round here. I don't know how the hell that happened. Okay, so I'm looking at all the teams here. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do my best. Okay, so continue on here. The Saints defense, nice selection. 14th round pick. Rondell Moore, not sure about that one. Jason Sanders, also not sure about that. But I also don't know what kickers are available. Derwin James. Dar Darman. <laughs> Sam, you might have to remove or pick your Darman just went with a defensive player. <laughs> You're causing some ruckus. So Darman just went with a defensive player just after going with the head coach. Uh, we don't recommend... Head coaches or defensive players, unless you're in a league that does that. Green Bay's defense, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, really nice picks as backup quarterbacks. Austin Hooper, not like not someone who I would choose. Nico Collins, Nico Collins, all right, that's kind of interesting. Tua, now it's going really fast. Tua could be something. All right, as we wrap up here, Gus Edwards, eh? Wendell, Wendell Robinson. Tyler Higby, Ronald Jones, Berrios, eh. Samir White could be something. We'll see him Josh McDaniels' offense. Mo Ali Cox, Irv Smith Jr., I really like. Carlson, Corey Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Harrison Bucher, Logan Thomas, I really like. Jake Elliott, Matt Perter, and the LA Chargers wraps up this draft. And it, I, I definitely think that all these guys work their tails off. Uh, I definitely will say that I feel like there could have been some better picks here I'm not gonna lie but all it really cares about guys is that you tried your best that's all that matters okay that you don't have to die for this that championships actually don't matter this is your last chance if you want to get on to talk on the podcast and talk about your draft and talk and talk smack got the commissioner here how do you think tonight went not just for the league but do you but for yourself and just the reputation that you hold your lead to such a high standard yeah, just first comment about myself. I think uh, it went well for my team. I'm optimistic. I'm happy with my stars. Uh, on a more important note for the league, I think, you know, the draft, it's a great set of tone for the whole season, and this league has a history of, of being really fun and great. That's why it's called the Great League. Um, I don't want to give myself too much of a pat on the back, but as far as commissioners go, I'm a great one, maybe the best ever. And I think this event went really well. Uh, and I'm happy that I did a great job and everybody else had a good time. Uh, the drinks are starting to flow, as Double AA, uh, mentioned. There's going to be a follow-up podcast to his most recent episode about alcohol pretty soon. But um, I'm looking forward to the season. Great set of tone. And Double uh, A, thank you so much for, for broadcasting the draft. I think it's added a nice flavor. And uh, it's been a lot of fun for everybody. Yeah, I definitely hope so. And with that being said, I appreciate Sam hosting, hosting me, hosting the podcast, and, you know, keep doing the great work, as always, with the podcast. And, you know, Greg, you guys could not be done without you guys. And this is where it all began, if you guys didn't know. It started with the draft. Sam posted the idea. I've been throwing it around, and he made it official that you should do the podcast. So this is definitely a great place to come around, full circle. And hopefully this comes out well because at the same time we'll we'll see how the you know the quality and all comes out. But until then, with high voltage, with double telecasting for the first time ever, possibly for the only time. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the guys that, that spoke on the podcast and you know wanted to come out and sit with me because it was not easy going from person to person, feeling like an actual beat reporter, in which it's not easy. But I will definitely say that if I could do this again at your place. 
or you can come to my place. More than happy to telecast, broadcast, wherever you want me to. And until then, love you guys, and good luck to everybody this upcoming season. Hopefully, I'm right with my projections, but hopefully, you're right with your selections. Thank you all very much. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A. 